Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the AWS Podcast. I'm Alicia here with you again, direct from Las Vegas. Back in the hotel room, it's been a big day. Just uh, watched James Hamilton deliver his uh, Tuesday Night Live presentation. Definitely worth your time to watch his presentation. He shared some amazing facts. Uh, if you're into the technology side of things like myself, you will be geeking out very happily uh, during his talk. So certainly worth having a look at. So this is pre this episode. This is pre the uh, actual um, keynotes, the Wednesday and Thursday keynotes. Uh, what I want to do is just to quickly cover some updates that took place today, some things you might want to be aware of. So the first thing is a preview, and this is of a new service called AWS Organizations. AWS Organizations allows you to create groups of AWS accounts that you can use more easily to manage security and automation settings. So with all organizations, you can centrally manage multiple accounts to help you scale. You can control which services are available to individual accounts. You can automate new account creation. You can simplify billing. It is a very useful capability that customers have wanted for a long time. It really gives you the control and the granular um, management across a wide range of accounts in a very simple way. So that's ready to sign up for preview. Um, the good news is, is it will, it will be available to AWS customers at no additional charge. So that's something to have a look at. That's AWS organizations. Now there's been an update to the AWS storage gateway. It now provides a file interface to objects in your Amazon S3 storage buckets. So you may have used it uh, as an on-premises uh, file server before. You may use it as a, as a tape library, etc. Uh, now what you can do is use it to simplify moving data into S3 for in-cloud workloads. So it's a very, very simple way to move data very, very quickly. Basically, all that happens is your configured S3 buckets will be made available as a network file system, an NFS mount point, and your application reads and writes files and directories over NFS, interfacing to the gateway as a file server. The gateway then translates the file operations into object requests onto S3, it does all the work for you, handles the uh, transfer, handles the caching, handles the encryption, really makes it easy. So that's something new to take a look at. Now, alongside uh, the functional addition to the AWS Storage Gateway, there are some price reductions for AWS Storage Gateway. In fact, three separate categories of price reductions, which is always a good thing. Uh, firstly, the storing storage, I should say, it's been a long day, it's Las Vegas, I'm tired. Uh, the storage prices per gig will be reduced by up to 28% for volumes and virtual tapes and up to 43% for archived virtual tapes. So this kind of uh, ties into those storage reductions we spoke about or the price reductions for storage we spoke about around S3 and Glacier. The monthly gateway fee will now be replaced by pricing that's based upon the amount of data that your gateway writes to AWS when it is being used. It's simple though, in all regions you'll pay one cent per gig up to a monthly maximum of no more than $125 per gateway. So you're not spending any more than you would before, but you may spend less. And of course, for new customers, the first 100 gig will be free to enable you to set up and try the service. In terms of retrieval of archived virtual tape, we're removing the current peak rate retrieval fee, and it's going to go to a much simpler per gig pricing model. In all regions, you'll pay one cent per gig of data retrieved, giving you much more predictability to charges for retrieving data stored on those tapes. So really simple. The uh, new pricing comes into effect in all regions December the 1st. The next change is in our old friend, the Simple Storage Service, S3. They continue to innovate on that service, and it's a great thing. And they have introduced four very cool changes. The first is something called S3 Object Tagging. 
So now you can manage and access, and sorry, you can manage and control access, I should say, for Amazon S3 objects. And S3 object tags are key value pairs that you apply to S3 objects, which you can create, update, and delete at any time during the lifetime of the object. So you can set IAM policies, you can set lifecycle policies, you can customize metrics. These are object level tags. So think of it as metadata that travels along with the objects. You can think of all kinds of cool things you might want to do with that. Now, allied to that is S3 analytics and storage class analysis. So with storage class analysis, you can analyze storage access patterns and transition the right data to the right storage class, because of course we have multiple classes of storage now. So this capability lets you much more easily manage and monitor and react to patterns that are taking place in your buckets. Now you can export these to an S3 bucket to analyze using BI tools of your choice. You could use Amazon QuickSight, etc. You also will get a daily visualization that you can use as well. So a really good way to keep uh, your finger on the pulse of what's happening in storage land. Now, another really cool thing, I, I like this one. It's, it's one of these small but really important changes. So obviously with S3, you can have lots and lots of objects. So listing the contents of a bucket can sometimes take a long time and is not always practical. We now have something called S3 Inventory. And S3 Inventory gives you a comma-separated value CSV flat file output of your objects and their corresponding metadata on a daily or weekly basis for a whole S3 bucket or just a shared prefix within a bucket. So now you don't have to make an API call and wait for it. You could simply have it dumped out on a regular basis and use it for whatever analysis you want. And the final thing is S3 CloudWatch metrics. There are now 13 new S3 CloudWatch metrics at one minute intervals. And you can see things like uh, bytes downloaded. You can see the number of um, you know 400 response error counts, a whole lot of different things that you can look at. So some new metrics available to you as well. So some great work there done by the S3 team. And the final change or announcement is uh, in Amazon Workspaces. And Amazon Workspaces now gives you bundles that include the Windows 10 desktop experience powered by Windows Server 2016. So this is a way that customers who want to use Workspaces can use uh, a more modern operating system. So Windows 10 being, of course, the latest generation of that desktop system. Uh, so you can get that straight away. Um, also, uh, they're making Microsoft Office 2016 available in the Plus bundles for Windows 10 and we'll continue to offer Office 2010 and Office 2013 in the plus bundles for Windows 7. So these are available in all regions where the Amazon Workspaces service operates. So there you go, a few changes. You can tell the tongue is not working properly. I've been talking a lot. I did uh, one of my presentations today. I've been talking to a lot of people. Uh, if I've seen you in the corridor, thanks for saying hi. And um, I'll be reporting on what some of the things that happened in the keynotes were uh, tomorrow and the next day, time permitting. And until next time, keep on building.